Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. When one visits another state, it would be important to know that once you're there, you are subject to all of their rules, laws, and regulations as evidenced by 65-year-old Terry Wright of Grants Pass, Oregon, who walked into a Bank of America in Galveston, Texas, last week. She was apparently aware of the recent order by the governor of that state to remove a requirement to wear a mask in an indoor public setting, but probably didn't know about the fine print, the part of the order that said businesses could continue to decide for themselves what precautions should be in place on their property. She came into the bank without a mask and refused to put one on when the manager on duty advised her of the company policy requiring it. When she said no, the manager just simply called police. And when the officer arrived, Wright said, Well, may very well, what she said may very well be the number one thing you never say to a police officer after he told her to put on a mask, replying, What are you going to do? Arrest me? <laughs> well, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Who would have thought, though, 15 years ago, Cliff, that they'd be begging you to put a mask on to go inside the bank? No, that's exactly right. Usually they frown on that. Yeah, they they don't want that. Uh, We'll get the show started here in just a couple of seconds, just as soon as I uh, finish my mug of steaming hot Pepto-Bismol. Hang on a second. Oh, no. What's going on? (laughs) Uh, Just a little bit more, Cliff. (laughs) Oh, I got a little tummy grumble this morning. Oh, no. Mm. You know, you don't have to drink that steaming hot. What? You don't have, you don't have to drink it steaming hot. Well, it's not very good steaming hot. I can tell no, you that. I'm sure it's not. Wow. Mm. Well, you knew it was going to happen, and somebody had to be first, Cliff. What's that? A Virginia grocery store yeah. gave empty COVID vaccines to several people <laughs> who came in. There was nothing in the syringe, and nobody noticed that. How is that? How do they do that? I don't know how that's possible, Cliff, but they did it in Virginia. Okay. And speaking of worthless stuff at a grocery store, yeah. does anyone obey the 15 items or less sign? I'm telling you, people, <laughs> 22 is not within the ballpark of the 15 or less. That's my opinion. How about you, Cliff? I'm, Just, I'm kind of with you on that. I'll give you two over. I'll give you two, <laughs> two over. Okay. I mean, I think that's fair. Um, you know, the benefit of the doubt kind of thing. But, yeah, clearly someone with a whole cart full doesn't belong in the 15 items or less aisle. Yes, I and mean, yesterday it was 22. wasn't even a cart full, Cliff, 22. <laughs> well, you were counting? I was counting. you dang right. <laughs> I mean, as much as those medical dramas on TV want to show it, the world of what goes on inside a surgery suite remains secret. Oh, sure, there's a patient there, but under anesthesia, they have no idea what's going on. And as much as the medical professionals who work in there want you to believe things are all professional, it's hard not to imagine shenanigans at hand. What if, say, doctors and nurses in the OR took bets on how much body parts were going to weigh when removed from patients in surgery? I mean, OBGYNs perform hysterectomies every day, so it's not hard to see that Actual real medical purposes would call for the organs removed to be weighed. And you're working with body parts like that every day. Soon enough, the procedure becomes mundane and you'll find you and your co-workers in a pool with money on the line. But the guesses have to be the closest without going over. Price is right style. 
It's almost like being in an OR club. They made a movie once about something called the Fight Club, and I remember the first rule of being in that club was that you never talked about the Fight Club. And so, as you might expect, the reason we know about the OR club is that someone took pictures of the organs and started posting them on social media. And now, seven residents at Spectrum Health in Michigan, in hot water for making surgery shenanigans public. I've often thought, Cliff, <laughs> yeah. if you could have a tape recording... I guess yeah. we don't use tape anymore, but it's recording yeah. of what is spoken in an operating room. Like some of those yeah. surgeries, you know, they're in there 9, 10, 12 hours. Oh, yeah. There's no telling what conversations they're having. And I'll bet you none of them are about you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, Cliff, that you would bring up the uh, Fight Club and the first rule of the Fight Club. It is? It is very interesting because okay. I was just reading, and we missed it yesterday, or I missed it yesterday, yeah. and i kind of ashamed that I did. It was National Napping Day yesterday. <laughs> you missed National Napping Day? I missed National Napping Day. Yeah. I just know that, you know, it always feels better in the yeah. couch to nap than it does in bed. But True. my question for you, Cliff, would be, since you yeah. knew the fir first rule of the Fight Club, yeah. which once again is what? Don't talk about the Fight Club. What do you think yeah. would be the first rule of the Napping Club? <laughs> Put uh, you on well, the spot a little. I mean, I, I'm not afraid to talk about my ability to nap on command. You know, so I think we could talk about the Nap Club. I'm, I think the first rule would be don't wake up anybody who's attending a meeting of the Napping Club. I would put that farther down the line. Oh, you would? Huh? I would maybe. Okay. That might be a three for me. A three? Okay. Yeah. My The number one rule for me in the napping club is yeah. do not nap with a full bladder. That's that's the first <laughs> one right there. Okay, you got a point there. Okay, all right. This cliff is a yeah. quarter of a million dollar mistake. Uh-oh. Not for me, because I have nothing oh, even good. close to that. I mean, because that'd be somebody else's money. Yes, that would be that somebody right. else's money. <laughs> But it happened in Wisconsin last week. Okay. Firemen responded to a fire at somebody's yeah. house and found the entire living room engulfed in flames. Ooh, okay. And after some research after they got it put out, it yeah. turns out the fire was started by a crystal ball. Crystal ball? They had a crystal ball in this house sitting on a table right next to a giant oh. window. Oh, and the sun came in. Yes, and the... Uh, Firemen say that sun hitting that crystal ball yeah. created a heat ray that went to the couch <laughs> and set the couch on fire. Yeah. And it sounds at this point, Cliff, like it was just a decoration they had in their house. Okay. Which is a little bit sad because if the person had actually been using it as a crystal ball is supposed to be, yeah. they would have seen this coming, don't you think? Isn't that what the crystal I mean, ball does? It's kind of what it does, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I hate those things. Do you like those? Those crystal no. balls? I mean, no. <laughs> Even the ones outside, you know, that are on a little stand. I don't yeah. get the point of those things. They may not call them crystal balls, but I do. I don't know what they're actual I think they're called is. gazing balls. Gazing balls. Yes. I'm not a big fan of those things either. No. We now a tale of two governors and their attempts to outdumb one another. Late last month, Colorado Governor Jared Polis signed a proclamation making this coming Saturday Meet Out Day. 
suggesting that Coloradoans not eat meat that day, choosing to experience, even for if only a 24-hour period, meals consisting of only plant-based foods. The governor of the state directly to the northeast of Colorado took offense at such action, calling the move a direct attack on the way of life of his Nebraskans. And so, Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts took his own pen to paper to issue a proclamation and now, the same day it's meat out day in Colorado, it'll be meat on the menu day in his state. Because really, in Nebraska, you just can't beat meat. I, I would have went with, eat the meat. That would have been my proclamation, Cliff. Really? Yes. Eat okay. the meat day in Nebraska. <laughs> I think in Nebraska is a corn place. Well, I mean, they are the corn huskers, after all. Yes. But apparently, that's the. Uh, uh, there's a lot of cattle farms in Nebraska, so... When you, go to, when you go to Nebraska, you can't beat the meat. Tomorrow, Tomorrow morning, right after the 6 o'clock news. Okay. Let's bring out the Wheel of Wonderment. Okay. And my game plan here is mm-hmm. everybody likes to start their day off with something they can remember. And so I'm <laughs> thinking tomorrow Okay. for the, you know, four to five people that are listening to us. Yeah. We could start this off with spinning the wheel of wonderment and we could play the first song, a really rockin' feel good song. Now I thought about picking Super Freak by Rick James, but I think it's too early in the morning for Rick James and the yeah, Super yeah, Freak. You, I think there's a actually a radio moratorium on him before a certain time. I yeah. think you're right there too. So yeah. I was thinking for the feel good rocking song, possibly yeah. LaGrange. But oh, I'm okay. not sure whether to go with the Hank Williams Jr. version or get it right from the source and go to ZZ Top. Uh, I think you got to go to ZZ Top. Okay, so you like LaGrange as the uh, rockin' good song. Yes. And of course, on the other end of it, you have to have some mm. competition. I think on the Wheel of Wonderment, we should put the Morning Road Show classic, Tiptoe Through the Tulips with <laughs> Tiny Tim. <laughs> And whichever song that the wheel lands on, Cliff, that's what yeah. we'll start tomorrow off with. So there'll be a little drama okay. right off the bat, not knowing wow. what song's coming out. Yeah. What do you think, wow. Cliff? You liking this idea, or is this a bad idea? Is it too early? Well, <laughs> it, it might turn into a bad idea, but I think it's, you know, interesting to see what happens. Well, here at our Country 98.1 studios, Cliff, as you well know, yeah. For me What's to that? see what's going on outside, I have to turn around to do that in my chair, and I'm yes. too lazy to do that. So how's it looking <laughs> outside the overlook window there? Uh, it's pretty darn foggy. It is still foggy. It's difficult to see the other side of the square the, because of the fog. And we've already said that South Gibson had canceled school today, and now North Gibson has done the same thing. We must be really foggy then where you're at. Yeah, I'm pretty, a, pretty foggy. you should turn around. Burn the extra energy and turn around and see the fall. I got to save up for a nap later on this morning. (laughs) Well, Cliff, I read this morning, and I find this hard to believe, but a little bit bit, um, funny at the same time. The new studies out that says that uh, cats that are about to be spayed or neutered relax more if they play classical music to them before they go under. Really? And I was thinking, if you flip that over to, like, humans in the same condition, if you hated Mozart before you go in, (laughs) you're really going to hate him whenever you get out of there, don't you think? 
You might be right there, yeah. Ah, that would be horrible to hear a Mozart song, knowing what's going on. I guess that's better than another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that makes me nervous, Cliff, and I mean really nervous. What's that? Well, one of our friends texted in a picture yeah. of a gigantic big Texas cinnamon roll all wrapped up in the package. Yeah. Now, we'll this see thing looks really nice, but what makes me nervous, Cliff, if you're yeah. looking at it, look at the yeah. date on that thing. It says it's best by April 3rd. <laughs> Time is running out. You need to get onto that right now. <laughs> you don't want to wait until the end of the month. Is that not correct? I mean, the person well, that texted in said they don't know whether to go ahead and eat it or not. Why wait? I it's mean, really, almost expired. I mean, that, that, that date's just a, a suggestion anyway, but why wait? I can't stand it, Cliff. Eat the thing. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And today, a couple three soda facts. All righty. Fact number one, Cliff. Mm -hmm. Coca-Cola claims that only two people in the world know the Coca-Cola recipe. And those two folks are never allowed to travel on the same plane together. Okay. That's kind of creepy. Number two. <laughs> Pepsi kills most breeds of cockroaches if you pour it on them. And number three, there's a tiny epoxy shield inside a can of soda. Otherwise, if it wasn't there, the yeah. soda would corrode the can in less than three days. I believe that. I believe that one too. And yep. all of that you can take straight to the bank here on the Morning Road Show. Mercy. That thing about cockroaches is kind of... Gnarly Cliff. <laughs> it's like, Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. You can't beat the meat. Number two. A steaming hot mug of Pepto-Bismol. How'd that work out for you, about? You know, it makes your drink taste horrible for about an hour and a half after that. Don't do that. Don't ever do that okay. again. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Kind of an important thing to remember. Do not nap. With a full bladder. Well, it's good advice, Cliff, and it's rule number one, I think. Yeah, well, you're right. It is rule number one. Yes. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.